Hello and welcome to MTG Profits. You are joining us for our 31st episode where we talk about magic and uh, specifically the, some of the financial aspects of Magic the Gathering and uh, other magic news as well. As always, uh, my name is Devin and I'm joined by my co-host Andy. Hello everybody. And uh, I think we're, as, as per usual, got to plug the website. Make sure you check out uh, mtgprofits.com. Make sure you uh, look at all the juicy goodness that's up there. And if uh, YouTube is your thing, we, we try to put some things on YouTube as well. So uh, check that out if YouTube is your jam. And uh, I think we'll start it off with a little bit of news items. I think Andy's got some, some juicy tidbits. To, oh, absolutely. Uh, there's seems to be like a lot of things going on lately, as, as usual. Uh, this one I saw just the, uh, the uh, end of last week, I guess it was, about a pro Magic player accused of harassing women uh, and, and thusly removed from uh, one of the Magic tournaments because of it. Um, he was dropped from this, the previous weekend's uh, first ever million dollar tournament and uh, there's been some, I guess, discussion about what what exactly going on. But uh, his name was Owen Turtenwald, and he was ranked among one of the, the world's top Magic players. And he's been that way for about a decade or so. He won a bunch of uh, Grand Prix tournaments. Uh, he got a Player of the Year. Um, he was a Hall of Famer. He's, I guess, a Twitch streamer. Uh, and he receives a good chunk of change from uh, Magic Income uh, a year. Uh, But um, And he gets a big following on Twitter and all that kind of stuff, social media things. But um, Also a a part of the uh, Channel Fireball team as well. Okay. So, uh, yeah, he was uh, removed from the tournament, and uh, there's a, a, a tweet from Wizards announcing that. And otherwise, it was basically all silent, uh, but there was one other person who came forward and, and gave some evidence. Uh, but basically the story was that he he had some predatory behavior toward other female Magic players over numerous, numerous years. Uh, so he pursued these women sexually and romantically, even after they, they turned them down and he kind of harassed them. Uh, and that a lot of the women, I guess, in the community had, had heard about him and, uh, just, you know, generally made, um, these women feel uncomfortable. It's like that general sleazeball style. Yeah, yeah, it seems that way. Yeah. It's kind of a shame. It's like, <laughs> you know, it's funny because they'll have these, you know, pro players and these guys are like, you know, supposedly, you know, paragons of the community. And, and, and it's funny because, like, with some frightening regularity, you'll hear, like, stories like this. And you're like, yeah. you know, how do these guys make it so far and, like, nobody sort of brings this stuff up? You know? You know Same yeah, thing with the cheating. Funny. It's like cheating seems to run rampant and, like, bad behavior seems to run rampant in the community, especially, like, at these, at these upper echelons of competitive play. You're like, why do we have these loser cheaters and little scuzzballs up here? Mm-hmm. You know, and, and you're like, how does this happen? You know. Well, you know, I would think too. For as, as far as the sexual harassment part of it goes, I mean, you know, at least probably in in past years, you know, the the audience and the players have been mostly male, so that probably you know wasn't any harassment there. 
the females who have been around and, and the number grows, you know, they probably think, well, if I, you know, he's a pro, no one's going to listen to me, or it's not worth me making a scene about it, or that just feeds into this whole uh, maybe a victim kind of state, or, um, yeah. you know, nothing's going to change because of it. Yeah, you wonder how much of this has gone on before it before it came to the forefront. And and you wonder how blatant and flagrant it had to be in order for them to issue, you know, to issue a ban to one of their favorite players. Exactly. And I you think know. probably now imagine Wizards and, you know, all, we've seen it all over about with different companies, especially all the the hype from the the movie industry and everything about the Me Too and all this sort of stuff where you know, the sexual harassment and is not going to be tolerated. And any even fear of it has to, to sh- has to be shut down immediately. Yeah, yeah. I, I think, you know, like I said, I wonder how much, how blatant and flagrant this was. I have the suspicion it was probably pretty, pretty, pretty amazingly, like, obvious and terrible. I imagine so. And like I said, it's probably been going on for years. And, you know, he's just, no one's, you know, called him out called on him it, out. basically. Yeah. Yeah, you're probably right. Yeah, I guess eventually the chickens come home to roost. So. Exactly, and especially in this, I think, day and age too. I mean, you know, especially if you're going to be harassing people, you know, over any sort of messaging or any other social ways. I mean, all that sort of stuff is captured. I mean, that seems even stupider nowadays. <laughs> I mean, you you can't get away with it. It's everything is recorded. Everything is documented. It's. Uh, Exactly. Exactly. People are just—it's uh, just—it's just a sad thing, you know. You're like, you know, ugh. it's just frustrating. You—you—you you, you want your top-level players to be representative of the community, and when you see this kind of terrible behavior, you're just like, this—it just sort of drags everybody down, and yeah. you know, it enhances the stereotypical sort of tropes of, oh, the nerd. He, you know, he's. He doesn't. He's not good at anything. So he'll. So he's. You know, this is the one thing he's good at, and he likes to lord it over people. Exactly. It, it's oh, almost like a so. different style of like a. You know, it's almost like a different style of of lording over someone. You know what I mean? And you it just is. Like, it's like the the uh, evil nerd with the control <laughs> issues. Yeah. So it's kind of unfortunate, but you know, maybe it'll send a maybe it'll send a message. But I, I actually suspect that. People that act in this way, I don't think like seeing other people go down is going to change their ways. Uh, I, I don't know if it's a, an incentive enough to get them to stop, unless they get the smackdown. So maybe, maybe. Uh, who knows? I mean, you know, if it slaps a couple people, you know, all, all the better. Uh, I get, it is like you said though. You think these people, you know, other oh, than they're at the top of the game, you know, the professionals. They have a good attitude toward other players and all this sort of stuff. And nah, no, nah, <laughs> not really. Just, Jerks, you know. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that just does balls. He's just trying to use his magic to hit on the girls. one, the one thing he's good at in life. <laughs> he's like, oh, oh gosh, it's funny. You know, speaking of everything being captured and, and logged and everything, uh, like a mild side note, I, I yeah. had um, uh, Google like essentially tracks everything you do, and sure. um, they yeah. they have their claws deep into you, oh, and yeah. uh, you know that's what I use typically as my search engine. Although yep. not on my not on my phone, I'm I'm a little bit I guess 
I, I don't know. I, 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 I hoard my privacy on my phone and, and I, I don't use like an Android device. And I, and even that I use like the Tor browser and all this sort of stuff. Cause I feel the phone knows too much about me as it is. Yeah. But, um, so what I had done the other day was I, I logged on to like my Google account. I use, I have a Gmail account and, yeah. uh, you know, it links to everything, Google, my YouTube account, my, all this sure. sort of stuff. And, um, I erased, you can actually, if you delve deep into their little privacy settings, mm -hmm. you can actually find voice recordings of your voice, not when you were doing anything specific. And apparently, right. it's even more egregious if you have an Android device. It records you almost constantly, intermittently throughout the day, okay. whether the phone is on or not. And uh, like it'll be in your pocket recording your phone, recording your talking, like with with coworkers and everything. You can actually go on and listen to these things. I think I've seen some of that, uh, you know, some of the news on that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah. It, it's it's flagrant. And um, so year, like I want to say a year and a half ago, I wiped that history and and then you know revoked permission for them to do that because you have to specifically revoke permission, not allow permission. Mm -hmm. So then, uh, like two days ago, I took it the, the next step further. And I had them erase my entire search history from the beginning of time okay. on uh, Google servers. And I, at first, I was like very pleased with myself. I was like, this is fantastic. Like now, yeah. you know, it's going to have to start from scratch. Everything's going to be, you know, zeroed out. Sure. And, you know, I, I, and you're sitting there, you know, you're like, oh, well, what are you, what are you searching for? It's not like you'd say anything crazy. But, you know, yeah. at the same time, like, I just don't like the idea of it. I tend to have a... Yeah libertarian bent to most of most of my i don't know my my doings so I, sure. I just don't like the idea of it so the the funny side effect was and this i did not foresee but i should have predicted and um like my youtube music and all my youtube like videos and stuff mm -hmm. like it lost track of everything that i like so <laughs> i use youtube music i have like what they call youtube premium yeah, and yep. it, it avoids all the YouTube ads, and you can essentially have access to any any YouTube video or anything that's ever been posted to YouTube in both music and video form. So it's great for the car. It's like a superior version of Spotify, okay. and um, because it has everything, like everything is on YouTube, and yeah. um, whereas Spotify has some gaps. So, so it's basically like enhanced Spotify, and it gives you the okay. advantage of having no YouTube ads ever or any ads yeah. across any Google product. Mm -hmm. It's like ten dollars a month sure. so so it lost track of all the music that i like to listen to it lost track of every video that i've ever watched so now it's hitting me with recommendations for videos of videos that i've already watched and i'm like oh no <laughs> and you don't think that's a problem until you realize like years of videos that thinks that i haven't seen and it thinks that i might like based on yeah. my my now current search. So <laughs> it's funny how you say like everything's being tracked and logged. It's yeah. like, well, it is, but, uh, you know, maybe be careful with what you d do away with just in case it make your life. Yeah, that's wild. kind of funny that it's like <laughs> the, the opposite effect <laughs> kind of the by getting rid of it has actually caused problems of its own. <laughs> exactly. It was like I had been benefiting from their tracking of my, my likes and dislikes and my yeah. searches and everything. 
but I still do feel like it's ultra intrusive. Like, and um, I don't know if you've ever experienced this. You may have. Have you ever have you ever been talking with someone about some product that you may want to buy, and then like within three days see an advertisement on the internet about said product without you ever searching for it specifically? You know, I don't know if I can say that I have specifically. I can definitely say from searching and things, I'll, I'll see ads come up definitely based on my searches. And, and uh, surfing, but um, yeah. I, I've seen it happen to like people at work where they'll be talking to me about some some product or some service, and within two to three days, like it'll show up as an ad on there, yeah. on there, uh, and and they wouldn't have ever typed it; they they just spoke it. Yeah. So sort of funny, but uh, so I do feel it's a bit too much. But um, I, I maybe I was a little overzealous in removing my entire. <laughs> maybe maybe I, I should have taken a lighter touch to them destroying all the data they had stored. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, <laughs> so maybe don't make that mistake. <laughs> you know, it's it's. Yeah, I don't know. It's a it's a it's a. The digital world now, and I guess. you know, it's it's depends on what you're what you value in that. I don't know. I, I feel like. I don't do anything particularly nefarious or, or special, so I, uh, it's already yeah. all integrated into my life. So I just feel like uh, I don't want them like selling my likes and dislikes to people without my knowledge or you know permission, and that's what they do as a general rule. Like you yeah. know what I mean? They're, like they're I, making money off you indirectly, maybe. <laughs> exactly, or actually directly. Like basically, uh, yeah. we become the product that they sell. Yeah, you know, and I, I feel like I, I should be at least, you know, allowed to have some say in that process. But yeah, yeah, but you're getting all these free stuff from it. Oh, <laughs> uh, I don't know. <laughs> I I don't know about how how much that's worth it. I I, I don't know. Yeah. But I guess that's a conversation for a different time. Yeah, this is a different podcast right here. <laughs> Your digital exactly. life. Devin's uh, privacy uh, podcast. <laughs> yeah. I should come up with a system where I talk about that. I could go on for hours. Oh, goodness. <laughs> hours and hours. <laughs> but um, I guess back to magic. So yeah, back to magic. Uh, we, there has been uh, a little bit of an influx, and, uh, and I shouldn't say a little bit. Apparently, it's across the board a relatively large influx of new players to the game. And um, the game seems to be on the rise, and um, the the possible reason for it is the arena. They're actually starting to see uh, a shift in demand for paper product as well as uh, well. See, the problem with the digital is we don't know how many new users they have. Mm. But the we paper don't really is, have any stats on that. Yeah, the paper is a little bit easier to track because uh, we can sort of get a handle on how much of the product is being sold, although they make that more challenging as well. Sure. But um, the most recent numbers say, uh, say that about 24% increase in gross product sales uh, across the board of sealed magic product. Wow, and, that's pretty um, substantial. It's a very substantial number. And um, is being attributed to the growth of arena, and and it almost can even be specifically pointed to a, a moment in time at the arena. Really? The, uh, yeah. The um, the uh, the popular YouTube, um, I guess, personality, the PewDiePie, had yeah. uh, uh-huh. played some arena, and he had streamed himself playing arena. Okay. And um, it was funny because within two weeks of that moment. 
um, arena arena logins more than tripled. So wow. very substantial uptick in the amount of people investigating arena for the first time. And yeah. um, so they, 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 well, the thought is that um, we have new users that have not played magic before that saw it for the first time watching him play. Okay. And um, apparently he's an advanced player. You know, he's reached mythic level status. Oh, wow. And, okay. um, so he's not, he knows what he's doing. And um, he's an old school player. He, you know, you can, yeah. but um, in, interesting. So, uh, so apparently huh. there's been a little bit of an uptick in, sur- in, in sales and uh, movement, movement of sealed product and a subsequent increase in price of sealed booster boxes really? at a much much more rapid clip than we have seen in recent times. So um, hmm. to give you a sense for perspective, um, for example, like if you go onto eBay right now, and I do use eBay as a pretty good metric for used, okay. or not for used, for older boxes. Sure. Um, because that's really the, the best marketplace to purchase older boxes. Okay. But um, if you go on there right now to purchase like a, a Conspiracy 2 box, mm-hmm. uh, take the crown, they're almost, uh, almost at 200 now. Oh my goodness! Yeah, they're they're cracking two hundred. The uh, Return to Ravnica boxes are all cracking a hundred. The Kaladeshes are over. They're uh, approaching. I want to say they're in the one seventies now. You can't get wow. them cheaper. The Cons boxes at one fifty. The um, so that like a lot of boxes are uh, selling quite well, and hmm. um, and we have not seen a surge in recent box prices like those ever since the new, essentially infinite print runs since Return to Ravnica. Yeah. Really, that was the turn of the tide for box hoarders. The, the Return to Ravnica and, and beyond, more okay. recent, has almost always been dead money. Uh, comparatively, like before the before Return to Ravnica, you could buy a box of Scars of Mirrodin, you could buy a box of New Phyrexia, you could buy a sure. box of well, essentially any product, and um, you knew that eventually it would go up. You know, yeah. Innistrad, you know, even like Avacyn Restore, even the bad ones, you know, okay. they would always creep up with relative certainty, yeah. and it was always the kind of a thing that um, the distributors liked, the card stores liked even individual players liked, because you could just sit on a box and let it slowly grow. Yeah. You know, until Return to Ravnica and, 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 and newer. And ever since that time, boxes have been more or less dead money. And, um, but now we're starting to see an, an, an interest and a, and a peak in demand that's so uh, insatiable that it's actually driving prices up. And, uh, for example, uh, even in the stores, uh, the Ravnica Allegiance boxes, they're like 105 is, is yeah. typical. You know, it's, it's not the $89. It's, uh, it's, you know, it's above a hundred. And, um, even the, uh, guilds, the, um, guilds, the new guilds of Ravnica or whatever, you know, those yeah. boxes are, are a hundred in game stores and things of this nature. So, um, box prices are holding and, um, and climbing faster than they have for years. So um, I want to say since 2012, is that when okay. Return to Ravnica came out? Was that 2012 time? Ooh. Has it been that long? Gosh, it doesn't feel like that long, but... It does not feel that long. Uh, hmm. It was, I'll tell you in a second. Uh, yeah, 2012, October 5th. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, this is the first time that we've seen boxes behave in this fashion since that time. Wow. 
barring specialty limited print run items like the Master Series. The Master Series has broken that mold because they were limited print runs. Yeah. So, you know, Modern Masters, Eternal Masters, you know, those those did creep up much much quicker, but not um print to demand boxes. Mm-hmm. So um so it's interesting and um I'm not saying rush out and buy boxes, but um, if yeah. you have, it's 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 nice to see. You know, it's nice yeah, to see absolutely that the the box price is creeping, and I know it's got to be a great for stores just because they've been just getting destroyed. Yeah, so. yeah. Wow, that is very interesting. That the the, the what is it? The PewDiePie or the whatever? PewDiePie. Yeah, oh, I guess the the world's largest YouTuber. So. And it's funny because it was a not a sponsored video. He did that on his own, yeah. you know, and all the ridiculous things that Wizards does. And it, it can't do anything even remotely like what he did by streaming <laughs> one freaking game online, you know. Crazy. Like, can you imagine the, the power that that, ha- that, that ha- has to move a product, you yeah. know? Imagine if you could get your product on his you know, or he plays your product online and yeah. know, 60 million people see it or some ridiculous number, you know, or, you know, even 8 million, you know. Yeah, absolutely. Wow. I mean, it's powerful. That is powerful. Hmm. But, um, wow. Let's see how that continues. Yeah, be curious, but, but it's a good sign. It's, it's, it's good for the game when you have new blood, you know, because yeah. yeah. a rising tide lifts all ships. It raises sure. the cost of booster boxes. It raises the cost of, of um, you know, card singles. It raises, I shouldn't say raises the cost, it raises the value of some of these things. And and there is, you know, it, it makes Wizards more money, which indirectly is good. You know, it's, mm-hmm. I, I don't agree always with what they do, but, you know, I understand that they need to profit as a company. Absolutely. But, um, you know, so, you know, I don't know. I think it's it's a it's a beneficial thing for everyone involved when a game is robust and healthy. Yeah. So... Hmm. So that's uh, cool. kind of neat. I think yeah. you might have had uh, one other item or two. I can't remember. Yeah, a couple other little tidbits. Uh, first of all, we, you know, we talked a little bit last week about uh, the update to Arena and the cosmetic effect of that. I'm not going to belabor that, but just to, to talk about. Um, uh, also, as kind of a uh, uh, related to that, there were some new codes released for Arena as well to get a little bit of those uh, bonuses, those new features, some of the, um, the skins and the, the little skin and the parallax effects and that, uh, without having to buy the big guild tax for 3,000 <laughs> gems. <laughs> My goodness. So uh, rude. So some codes that you can try, and hopefully these are all still working, uh, you can try these out, and they'll have different effects. Uh, and you can uh, test them yourself and see what you get. But we've got Play Ravnica, capital P, capital R. Play Allegiance, capital P, capital A. Starter Styles, all caps. Super Scry, capital S, capital S. Parallax Potion, capital P, capital P. Foil Fungus, capital oh S capital F, and these are all one word, Shiny Goblin Pirate, capital S, capital G, capital P, and Sparkle Druid, capital S, capital D. So all one word, try out these codes and enter the code part of Arena 
to get some free bonuses for that. That is a substantial amount of codes. Yeah. Those People last uh, six were just added uh, literally like a week ago. So People need uh, to go to the website to absorb this information. Yes. We'll, we'll post these out there. Uh, you can check it out. Uh, and also as an aside on that, too, uh, I'll send a picture, but um, I was in a, a, a local Target the other day, and uh, they their magic section and card section in general was kind of a heaping mess. It is it is a hodgepodge of crazy. It's just old stuff, some new stuff, uh, stuff all over the place. It is wild uh, at those places. Yeah. But uh, anyway, I noticed something interesting, and I've never seen this. Uh, I don't think I've ever seen it at any of the local Targets that I go to. But it, they did have the Guild Pack, the Guild Pack Booster Pack. Really? I, oh, so you saw them in real life, in the wild, In so the wild, speak. I saw it, and I bought one. This was a Guild Pack of, uh, I guess a Simic Guild Pack. It was a green-blue uh, Guild Pack, and it says uh, Ravnica Allegiance Simic Theme Booster. And oh. uh, it's 35 cards. And these were all Simic-related cards, and it included at least one rare or mythic rare card. Okay. And it was the same price as a regular booster pack. The same price? Oh, oh my goodness. That is... I thought they were going to be more. I thought I, they I, were going to be 99 sure it was the same price. It came out to like 4 435 or something. Interesting. Definitely 4 something uh, well, And I, I tell you... The the cards that are in here obviously are all themed, and this is actually a really decent pile of cards. This is almost enough to make a, a halfway decent Simic deck. That is pretty neat. I, I like the idea of that. I love that for casual players. I love it. So I, I think that's um very interesting. Yeah, all this needs is a little bit of land, and it's good to go. I mean, I I can play with this almost as it is. Um, it's it's really not that bad at all. It's got some guild mages in it. It's got that shark to crab in there. Well, uh, okay, you ripped me a new one. It, with that it, you know, even for some of the commons and uncommons are good. It's got the the uh, it had the um, the wilderness reclamation. It had a persistent uh, what is it? The persistent pers- persistent petitioners petitioners. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, even both of those are both. Uh, it's an uncommon and a common, but both of those are actually worth a little bit. And uh, the rare in this case was uh, Zagana Utopian Speaker. I don't think she's really worth very much, but um, she's still a good addition to this. Yeah. Um, the other one, other interesting thing in this deck too, it did have a little. Uh, uh, I don't you call it hint card or, or uh, tip info or card, whatever. tip card. <laughs> On the back of that card was a Magic the Gathering Arena code. And this had the code play Allegiance. Okay. Uh, so I wonder so if that's where that code surfaced from. Came from. But who knows? It's possible. It seems like they it seems like they do that. It seems like the that that code seems to have come up before. It seems like play guilds or something was one of them last time or play Play Ravnica was I, I just something like that. I remember typing play something in before. Yeah, the play Allegiance and play Ravnica, I think, were both um, from before. Yeah. Yeah. So, anyway, keep your eyes out. They might be in stores. You might be able to find them. They had a bunch of uh, 
for the other colors, there were some Rakdos ones, and honestly, I was I was probably looking. What was I looking for the most? Uh, I guess uh, green, blue, and what's the other color? I'm trying to think what was the most valuable stuff. <laughs> I know. See, that's you know, you wonder if people just go do that specifically. You know what I mean? Like, oh, yeah, find the most expensive mythic, and you know, although knowing wizards, they would probably put that. They would probably put that at a lower ratio than normal boosters in the special boosters. <laughs> probably. <laughs> probably would rip you a new one either. like that. Exactly. I, I was probably thinking, oh, I, maybe there's a chance that I can get uh, a Planeswalker or, or a um, that Hydroid Krasis, I think, was uh, what I was going oh for, my, too. Oh, my, that boy. Awesome. Um, so, anyway. But, um, yeah, so keep an eye out for that in, in stores. Um, yeah, absolutely. I guess the other big thing uh, that you you know we're talking about the popularity of the game and uh, on the rise. I think there was a big uh, uh, popular viral event that happened. What was it? Friday, I guess. Okay. A certain trailer that was released. <gasps> oh YouTube. my goodness! Yes, I saw this and I was very impressed. I was uh, uh well. You know, we always, you know, crap on Wizards a lot, but I will say this is by far the best video they've ever put out, if you're talking about what I'm thinking. Yeah, and in case you were under a rock here the last week or so, um, there was a trailer for War of the Spark uh, released, I believe it was uh, on this past Friday. Um, it was, I don't know, maybe a minute and a half or something. It was fairly short. Uh, but it was actually a very well done, um, exciting it was, trailer. It, it was probably the best. The best. It was actually not that like their their historic trailers have always been really just like dog crap. They would take you know stills of cards and rotate them to make it look yeah. like Gideon was swinging his you know fist, and it, they would like it would it would be a horrible still image like shifting on the screen mm-hmm. and <laughs> they would do these parallax effects so with the hard the, the oh gosh they were awful so uh it looks like what they had done was actually made real solid you know cgi video and actually animated an actual so, trailer <laughs> yeah it was very good very good so in in the trailer we see liliana kind of facing off, marching toward Bolas, and then we see kind of, I guess, a kind of uh, time rewinding, and yeah. then it going back forward again, I think. Yeah, you know what, it seems like if you watched it, I actually watched it twice, because I was, I, I was trying to figure out, like, because it seems like it was rewinding time, but then a different alternate uh, thing happened, it seemed yeah. like. So, it was almost like, I don't know if you if, I don't know if you caught that, but um, it was kind of like a rewind, but then it rewound and played forward in a different fashion. Yeah, but, yeah. Sure. But it was kind of interesting, though. It was good. We saw some of the other planeswalkers in there. We saw Gideon in there. Uh, was there anybody else? Uh, Bolas. We saw Bolas, Bolas him yeah. sitting at the top there, of owning, a giant owning everybody. Ziggurat, I guess. Yeah. Um. You know, it appeared that Liliana was potentially sacrificing herself at the end to to fight him. Yeah, looks like she was getting her butt kicked really bad. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So um, definitely another strong back to that kind of Amonkhet theme 
of the all those kind of zombies and and undead army and uh, the whole uh, ziggurats and, and Egyptian style kind of going on. Exactly. Yep. But uh, you know, we'll see. It's 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 kind of curious. I I, I was really uh, it, it made me interested for the story slightly more just because the video was so good. Absolutely. Like, I, I don't normally give a rat's ass about the story ever. Like, yeah. I, I can't remember the last time I thought, ooh, I'm interested in the story. You know, it's like, oof, I, I really I really can't. But now you're kind of curious. You're like, hmm, I, I thought it was that good. I thought it was it, it was, it was that very good. well done. Yeah. I was like, huh, interesting. And yeah. I'm trying to remember the, it was uh, playing throughout the, um, uh, 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 the video was a song. And I guess it was a remixed version of another oh, older song. The uh, Linkin Park. Yes. Linkin yeah, Park yeah, like it doesn't even matter. Or something. Yeah, it was pretty good. Yeah, yeah. And I guess, this is what Rudy was saying, I don't know how, how true it is, the, the remixed version, I don't know if you, you saw his comments on this. I have uh, not. It was, it was pretty funny, but uh, the remixed version, apparently, from the video from that, has a heavy snow theme in it. So he has a prediction that this was going to be the return of Snowlands. And oh, the snow covered. Yes, that somehow uh-huh. that that's going to be come back. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Uh, well, I'd love it. I got some Snowlands I'd love to unload. I don't know if that's remotely true. It doesn't, doesn't seem like it from what we've seen so far, but uh, who knows? You know, eventually they'll run out of something and have to it'll, go back. I'm sure it'll come back. I, I have no doubt about that part. But uh, when it will, I'm not sure. That's funny. But um, yeah, if you haven't checked out that video, check it out. It it was it was by far the best thing Wizards has ever done when it comes to promotional, uh, I would say, material ever. Uh-huh. So very well know, done. I thought that was really nicely done. Like that, you know, they turn out these little posters and these life-size cardboard cutouts. But you know, I mean, I don't know. They're, they're, this was actually pretty decent. So yeah, that was was decent. Um, the only other thing I, I have like complaining about, I guess, if I'm gonna nitpick, if I'm gonna really nitpick, which I shall. <laughs> like, <laughs> I thought Gideon in the video looked a little crappy. Uh, his his yeah. animation wasn't quite as good uh, to me, anyway. He looked a little bit uh, weak. And yeah, he looked weak. His his detail just wasn't know, I think quite the same. It didn't even look quite like him either. Like no. The stretched out it was like well uh, i'll give him a pass on that just because i i don't know i feel they did a good job overall but you're like the rest of the video was fine though. yeah but i think you are right though it, that could have been better but, but uh, fortunately they didn't show too much of him i i think he's, no. he's a weak character anyway like story-wise he's just super vanilla and super boring and yep. uh, so, you know, I think it's just as well they minimized him. And, and I, it's kind of funny, though, because they did such a good job on Liliana. She's super detailed, her her face and her her clothes. And yeah, Gideon her expression. Looks, you know, looks they're going to spend a little extra time, like, juicing up the woman. You know, it's like... Yeah, I mean, Volos <laughs> so, looks much better, too. I mean, yeah, very he, detailed. Anyway. It did seem almost like a little bit of lack of attention. Like, Gideon could have been just any regular soldier. Like yeah, he you would have really known, oh, that's uh, somebody special. Yeah, he yeah. was just, could have been any other dude at any time, mm-hmm. you know. So, 
So, but um, yeah, I, I don't know. And the other thing, I don't know if you've checked this out either. So you know they're doing the previews and everything a little bit different. They're releasing the the preview cards at a much faster rate, and to to further the storyline in a different way, they're shooting. They're they're releasing quote scenes of cards. And the idea was okay. these scenes would kind of give you an idea of storyline through the cards. It wasn't quite clear, at least to me, what that exactly was going to be. I, I guess I was expecting maybe larger artwork showing scenes, and then the cards would somehow be cut from scenes or be part of those scenes or something. Um, I, I don't know if you've actually seen it, but the I scenes, have not. if you click on the scene... It's just a list of cards. It's just, it's just, just literally the cards uh, in a row together. Oh my! Okay. So it's like groupings of cards that are related in the storyline. It's not a overall picture or any other larger tying together. It's it's just a set of cards that are related in order of the storyline. Oh, okay. So I I, I don't know. I I didn't really think that you was get too much special. of that. <laughs> I mean, yeah, like, you're like, oh, okay, nice. Pictures from the card. <laughs> okay, I mean, it's not like, I, I don't know, it wasn't like some, you know, large, full-scale artwork or, or scene. It, it was just just literally the card with the, just the, was. the full card and the text of the card, and that was it. Huh. Okay. All right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I haven't. I have not checked it yeah, out. Yeah, check it out. Yeah. It's out there. I'll. I'll do so. That's funny. But I, I feel. I don't know. Do we want to? I guess go to the. Since we're already on the topic, so the 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 uh, the previews have started for War of the Spark. Gosh, yeah, they've been uh, juicy. I would say they, they look. It looks like it may be a fun thing with all these planeswalkers running around. I don't so know if we want to go full into this. Maybe yeah, uh, maybe just some first impressions of it, and then yeah. kind of in later weeks we'll, we'll dive in deep. But um, may take yeah. a little bit more time than we have. Yeah, exactly. I, I think overall, you know, they, they said that this was going to be a planeswalker set, and that's true. We're seeing planeswalkers like crazy out the wazoo, and yeah. all commonalities, at least uncommons, you know, uncommons, rares, and mythics. I don't think I've seen any common ones yet, but um, I don't think but uh, they are they are prolific in number, and um, I'll be curious to see how well this goes. I I, I anticipate this box selling like hotcakes, so uh, yeah, we, yeah, we shall see. I know I already pre-ordered. I think you did as well. Yeah, I did as well. Yeah, I, well, we'll see. We'll see. I mean, it is interesting. I, I don't know if such the heavy planeswalker how. Uh, Type is going to the impact of that is going to be just as in a playing sort of fashion. Um, yeah. But you, um, you know what I thought was kind of interesting, and I thought probably kind of a, a good thing. You know, when it comes to uh, how they're balancing them, mm-hmm. you know, and my first impressions is that um, all of the uh, I would say good planeswalkers obviously are going to be sort of the rare and the mythic style. Yep. Absolutely. And um, the the lesser or weaker planeswalkers, the uncommon ones, mm-hmm. they they seem to have balanced that because I'm, I'm th- you're, in your mind you're thinking, good lord, you got these permanent cards that are harder to deal with because they can't be destroyed by you know d- creature removal. Yeah. 
I, what they've done is they have they come in with a certain amount of their planeswalker tokens, and they only go negative. Yes. So exactly. I thought That's... that was pretty good because it limits the upside potential of these guys in a way that is probably what they needed to do. Because could yeah. you imagine if you loaded a deck full of planeswalkers like oh, yeah. and just oh my gosh, it'd be overwhelming. So at least there's a limit to how much benefit you can gather from a planeswalker. Like they don't all have ultimates. They and Absolutely. the weaker ones have only minus abilities. So my my first impression of that situation is a good impression. I, I feel that's appropriate. Exactly. I agree with that. I think that was a good way of balancing off. And I'm sure, absolutely, that this was all story-driven. As in, you know, the Planeswalkers are... I'm, 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 I haven't read any of the storyline, really. I'm just going to take a total guess that they all somehow have been summoned back to Ravnica to fight Bolas, and their sparks are being drained out or something. And yeah. as a result, they're weaker... And that's why we have all negatives on them. Yeah, it could be. Who knows? Well, I, I don't know anything. I'm betting, I'll bet money that that's the storyline. <laughs> you heard it here first without any sort of knowledge. Uh, <laughs> Andy uses his predictive powers. Uh, they're pretty... I don't know. This stuff isn't that complicated. <laughs> These storylines are not that uh, intricate, detailed. Yeah, or tricky. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think that's good that they've... they've uh, Made them all minuses there, and I and uh, correct me if I'm wrong. Like all of these weaker planeswalkers, they have a minus ability and a natural ability as well, which is something we don't really see in the typical planeswalkers. That is true. They they seem to have a passive ability, which yeah. I guess would be good because after you've used all your minuses up, they would still, for example, like prevent all combat damage that would be dealt to you. You know. Yeah. So, you know, so things of that nature is like... Uh, so I think that's kind of neat. Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, so it, it'll be interesting. We'll, we'll we'll dive into that more as we, we see these cards uh, unfold. Absolutely. But, um, I would imagine in a week. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I, it's not going to be too long before I think yeah. we, we see, see them all. Yeah. Uh, Excellent. I don't know. Excellent. Um, Did you want to move on to uh, sort of our picks and or prognostications yeah, let's, let's, uh, for the week? I think you had some sell items, and I have I do. sell items myself. I do. I, I have uh, essentially a, a, a basket sell, and um, what I and my my thought process on this is um, I've been paying attention to card prices with sort of a, a specific attention, paying specific attention to modern cards mm -hmm. due to the impending modern horizons. Yep. And um, one thing that that was sort of newsworthy is that in that Modern Horizons, um, they are not going to be reprinting the Fetchlands. Yeah. So okay. um, the lack of Fetchlands printing has done something substantial to the Fetchlands pricing, because essentially what Wizards has said by not printing it in that in that product is that these Fetchlands will essentially only ever be printed in special high-dollar product, mm -hmm. yep. thereby reducing your availability to them forevermore. And um, so <laughs> what has happened is the Fetchland prices, even the more recent ones, like the Cons of Tarkir Fetchlands, the yep. what are called friendly fetches, the blue-black, the red-green, the white-blue, the white-green, you know, the ones that are allied sure. colors, or the ally fetches, I guess I should say instead of friendly fetches, the ally fetches have gone from approximately the high teens, like $18, to like $28. 
So um, all the fetch lands across the board have gone up in price, uh, especially things like the Scalding Tarn, which has cracked 100 again. Yeah. That, I, that is an enemy fetch. But um, so uh, the, the funny thing about that is I think there's a little bit of an overhype on the prices of a lot of modern staples. Modern okay. Modern has been on an absolute tear when it comes to card value. Mm-hmm. And um, I, I really think that we are reaching a peak on a lot of modern staples. Okay. Those fetch lands being the more obvious choice. Uh, they are needed for modern. They are used in modern. They are in, needed as four ofs. However, in some cases, especially the allied fetches, there is a substantial number of these things available. And um, okay. So the cons was, for example, you can get a cons of Tarkir box at current for about $150 on eBay. Right now, the boxes are years old. You could run out there and get one for, I think, $159. Mm -hmm. That box will have inside it, I want to say a three fetch land minimum is is typical. Well, I shouldn't say minimum. I should say a typical box opening of three fetchies. And sometimes as high as five but almost never less than three. Okay. Sure. So you could go out today for 160 bucks, buy a box, mm-hmm. pop three fetch lands and sell them for $30 a crack. So you'd yeah. be selling them for 90 bucks, thereby that whole entire box would have only cost you $70. Okay. So, you know, and that's not including any other card. Okay. Sure. So the thing about that is when you see these prices go from 20 to 30, you're going to see... Uh, there, there is a limit to how high they can go, and yeah. we're really reaching that limit, I think, uh, especially with box prices as they are. The enemy fetches are a slightly different story because the time that they were printed was original Zendikar and the Modern Masters 2017. Okay. So those Modern Masters boxes are almost at 400 now. Ooh. So they are up there in price. So when you buy a box for 400 and there are 24 boosters in that box, each booster pack is costing you like $18. So, yeah. Wow. You know, yeah, they are pricey little boosters. So, um, you know, at that rate, um, you know, uh, it's not uh, too obscene to have, you know, for example, $60 fetch lands. You know, four times the cost of a booster is not, mm. is not unwarranted. But uh, so to give you a sake, you know, sense for that, it's like, well, buying a box of Modern Masters 2017 at $400, cracking it, you're only going to get, say, two to three of those suckers. If you're lucky, because there's only 24 boosters, you're not nearly going to break, ne- you're not going to come nearly as close to breaking even as you would b- opening a cons of Tarkir box. Yeah. So when the arbitrage is that, uh, substantial, there is a limit to how high those cards can go, and I think we are at that, uh, very quickly approaching that limit. So the the friendly fetches, or the ally fetches mm-hmm. are, are a sell for me. So okay, I'm, starting, you know, I'm starting to go through my binders, and I am pulling out those, those ally fetches. The blue-black especially, because I want to say that one is like in the 30s, so I am dumping those bad boys. And... Nice. You can even notice if you look at uh, some of the graphs of their value in the last month, in literally one month's time, they've gone up 30% each. So they've gone from 20 to 30, essentially, across the board, starting March 16th. 
So oh. it, it, it's it's been a rapid rise and almost immediate. And um, I think it's in response to the news, and I think they will they will come back down. So that's my sell recommendation, and it's friendly. It's allied fetches. Nice. Nice. Uh, yeah, it's funny. I was just reading a little article about that and uh, the the fetch lands, but uh, very cool. Yeah, I had a, a couple cells here. This was just one that I I've been watching for a while, and you know I I didn't really expect much of it, but uh, it's slowly been creeping up and creeping up and creeping up and creeping up, and it spiked up just recently. Um, this was from Magic 2014. This is a mythic. It's uh, Rise of the Dark Realms. Okay. It's, uh, seven colorless, two black mana sorcery. Put all creature cards from all graveyards onto the battlefield under your control. Oh, gosh, I remember that. Yeah. I remember when this first came out, and it was like a dollar. <laughs> yeah, you're right, you're right. What are we up to now? Uh, we're up to a little over $20. Oh my goodness! Wow, that may be the most uh, expensive card in that in that box. Uh, probably. Or is the caverns in that? There may be actually a land that's a really high dollar land in there. Caverns with them, yeah, that would. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I I I saw it was kind of hovering around ten for the longest time, and uh, it finally seeing crack twenty. You're like, whoa. Now I'm I'm starting to consider. I I have a couple. I was like, well, maybe I'll I'll pull those out. That might be worth it. Especially because you've got to figure that's something that could be reprinted pretty easy. It's not specific to a set. It's it's flavorful. You know, it's it's like they could want to be like, oh, let's make a new Liliana and let's make her even more zombie heavy. Let's print that card too. You know? Yeah. I kind of wonder why it's been on the steady rise here. You know, I wonder if that's a, because it has casual appeal, because that sure has casual written all over it. Oh, yeah, definitely. You know? I mean, a, lot of these ca- a lot of these cards that slowly creep up like that, those are the best kind of cards to own, because mm-hmm. they creep up not because of some artificial spike, but they creep up because of actual demand. Yeah. You know, th- when you see a slow incline like that, you know that it's organic demand where people just want the cards yeah. and they want them to play with and to use versus when you see these crazy spikes sometimes it'll be some news generated thing or mm-hmm. like like the more temporary yeah, yeah more temporary so uh, you know you're you're holding an actual value store there mm-hmm. until they reprint it and they give it the reprint it, hammer and it destroy its value again yeah so that's why it's sort of tough to always time these things but it is good to pay yeah. attention and i i think that's a great case for that, where you're mm-hmm. like, wow, this has been creeping up. It may be time to start dumping. So. Yep, exactly. The nice thing about cards like that is you have a little bit more wiggle room as to when to dump. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't have to you don't have to catch the catch it just right. You've got a large window of time with which you can do it. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Or at least until the reprint comes, then your time is up. Then your time. <laughs> then it's, in fact, then your time <laughs> is over because then it's sort of like yeah. you already missed the boat. But you know. 
So. Did you have any other cells? Or? Um, that's it for now. You know, I will say that it is funny, though, because lately I've been all about the cells. So it's like, sell this, sell that. And um, But whereas normally I'm like, wow, i got to buy this and buy that. And yes. uh, it's funny how I can tell, like, very specifically that my sentiment has shifted. And as I am more bullish about the game and more excited about the game, my sell triggers are, 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 are flashing, not my buy triggers. And, yeah. Uh, it's just, I think, because of the current state of the value of these cards, it's like I just don't see them holding, and I feel like there is more value to be had elsewhere right now. So, um, you know, where normally I'm sitting there thinking, wow, this card's only 25 cents. I'd love to have four of these, you yeah. know? And now I'm like, well, I don't really need these cards. Let me dump them because they're over $12 or whatever. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's funny how my sentiment has shifted. So, that But you know funny. what? We've we got to change with the times. So it's uh, yeah, yeah. You, know, you buy when it's cheap and you sell when it's high. If you can do yeah. that, you can do well. It's just always hard. It's hard to predict. Absolutely. Absolutely. But that's why other listeners have us. They can listen to our predictions. There, and, yes, we you, so. you you guys are so lucky to have us to tell you what to do. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> so and you know I was thinking too. I was, I'm going to have to do like a massive. Uh, reorganization and that's going to be a little bit of a project for me i want to show all of our past picks and what they've done because it is long overdue and um, i'm going to make that a a pet project so that we can list that on the website to show here's what we picked here's when we picked it here's what we said it was and here's what it is now and um and i'd like to create a list that we can use sort of moving forward because anecdotally looking back we've done quite well so, um, uh, yeah, I, I think it's really interesting when you can get that kind of history and, and really see what has actually occurred. Yep. So I'm going to that's going to be a pet project over the next I don't want to say I don't want to say week because that's extremely unlikely. But I would say over the next month, I, I should be able to put that out. OK, I'm, I'm uh, you, you heard it here. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. That's right. You're on record. So. <laughs> that's right. So, um. It's funny. So that's uh, that's that's going to be something that I want to do, and uh, so I'll, I'll get to work on that. And uh, yeah, so that's all I've got for the week, I think. Yeah. So uh, one other, I guess, two other really quick um, foul things. One I, I noticed um, has been creeping up here is uh, it that betrays. That yes, uh, that one's up to twelve dollars, I think. Yes, yeah. about twelve dollars yeah, now. Saw that. Saw that. I got. A, uh, I think I got a bunch of those bad boys. Yeah, and I now I'd have to look closely. I know it was uh, it was reprinted in one of the dual decks as well, uh, Eldrazi versus yeah somebody. Yep. <laughs> Zendikar, Zendikar versus Zendikar. Eldrazi. Yep. You're uh, right. I, I hope it uh, is, that version is still as valuable or uh, still. It's my understanding that that version doesn't have a different altered symbol. Is that correct? Or does it have an altered It must have a different symbol. No, I assume it has a different symbol. Yeah, you're probably right. It, it probably does. Um, but uh, that's one to get rid of. Uh, and this, this other one is, this has been an expensive one for a long time. And, uh, and this is really a, uh, you know, it's just been getting higher and higher. And it's another one, just a call to attention. Um, that you might want to think about. I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't normally put a pick like this because I feel it's it's already in the the high stages. So to, to even call it out seems, you know, not not really worth it. I you know I, I feel that our, our picks for selling are, are more focused on, you know, sudden shifts or things that, you know, are, are more likely to have. Timely. I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, not, true. 
Yeah, not things that are really, well, they've been rare, and they've always been rare and sought after. So, it's, yeah, of course it's going to be worth selling it because it's right. worth money. So like, I, oh, sell your bizarre Baghdad. Sell your mock. Exactly. Yeah, it seems like, well, no, 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 of course it's going to be worth money. <laughs> I mean, oh, I should sell my, uh, my, my Black Lotus? Well, duh, why not, you know? Yeah, yeah. Uh, but Funny. this is just random. Uh, I've noticed this guy's been creeping forever, but, um, the Blade Steel Colossus, if you've got that oh, guy. Oh, really? He, he's still... He's up there. The big boy is still creeping, creeping large at around 82 bucks. Whoa! My goodness, I didn't uh, realize. Yeah. Holy cow. I did not know he was he so He is high. a true monster. <laughs> wow. Hmm. I remember way back when he was under ten. Yeah, like uh, yeah, hmm. probably under five. I, I, I may have to go digging. That 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 would be worth selling. I'm gonna have to root through. I didn't realize he was so high up there. Hmm. Oh yeah, that boy is in class. I mean, he is amazing. He he uh, is I mean, awesome. I mean, trample infect indestructible. Trample indestructible. Eleven eleven. He will kill you in one shot if he hits you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and he's going to trample your face too. So even you know it may take two hits, but he'll get you. Yep, so. exactly. He's bigger than his his little brother. The uh, uh, what's the other the dark the dark, the dark steel, steel plus. Yeah. Who also when I remember when he was out. Everyone <sighs> back in the day, him. that was card was awesome. That card was. He's awesome. still not bad. He's yeah. still not bad. I just remember that card just being the straight nuts. Oh yeah, it was. It was. You would do. Um, it was the OG. Oh Colossus. yeah, you would do the uh, the tinker, and you would yeah. sacrifice some shitty artifact, and then bring the blade steel out. Yep, it would drop that all over somebody's face. <laughs> oh no! And that was back in the. You know what it is? That was also back in the day when indestructible meant indestructible. It was really hard to get rid of. There that was thing. not an easy way to deal with that. No, they were really tough to deal with indestructible creatures back in the day. There was none of this exile stuff. I mean, it was like, it happened, but it was rare. It was not a common thing. You didn't have these uh, paths to exiles and all these newfangled, you know, enchantments that exile things. And it just, no, there was no, uh, what is it? Pon- not to ponder, not preordain. What the heck is that? Uh, circle thing. Oh, my goodness. Thing. The uh, white circle that basically exiles any permanent. Oh, gosh. The, uh, the white one. Oh, oh, oh goodness! It's like a pacifism, but it's like uh, circle of oblivion. The uh, oblivion star- circle, circle of oblivion, or something. Oh, uh, uh, oh, I can't really think of it. But anyway, there was yeah, none yeah, of that. Right. A path to oblivion. Um, it was something of oblivion, I think. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right about that part. Yeah. Yeah, but anyway, so, so the O-ring, the yeah, the O-ring, the oblivion ring. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah, there was you know none of that stuff back in the day. You oh, know, no. so you dropped the Dark Steel Colossus on somebody, they were on a they were on a pretty harsh clock. <laughs> so I mean, you had could the, uh, you could drop them as early as turn three. It was yeah, that's exactly right. Use the tinker. So that was that was just the, the stuff. So, but, uh, but uh, yeah, I guess this is the the Big Brother version. The big Brother of yeah. so yeah. awesome. Yeah. Excellent. So yeah, keep posted. Uh, so pick, sell your your allied fetch lands. Uh, also sell uh, Rise of the Dark Realms if you have it. It that betrays. It's it's time to betray him. Yeah, and, I agree. Uh, the Lightsteel Colossus. If you've got, if you want a big big shot of money, get rid of him. 
Nice. Uh, he's definitely worth it. Uh, we'll have more discussion on War of the Spark coming up. And as always, check out the website, check out the YouTube, some, uh, check out some of the arena games. We'll get more of those out there, too. Very good. So, until next time, may your picks always be profitable. We'll catch you later. Bye-bye.